always got pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. It may shock you to find out that we've been watching a lot of TV lately. <laughs> All three of them. The it's, two of us watch three TVs at a time. It's nowadays. a very unusual thing for America right now, the world right now. But uh, yeah, we've decided to watch a lot of TV. Uh, I think I've watched everything on YouTube. You've watched all the tubes. Yeah, YouTube is now just empty. It's like we have Steve no more tube now because you've owned, you've seen every video. <laughs> Did you know that there's like a crazy number, like nine billion hours a day are spent watching YouTube? That sounds about right. And Honestly. that was prior. That was prior to all this crazy. Oh, that was before now. Yeah. Oh, now it's like I would love nine hundred billion because <laughs> that's all anybody's watching. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I think. The entire world has leaned very heavily on Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, you know, all of these streaming shows to keep us from going crazy mm-hmm. while stuck at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have you been watching? Anything good? YouTube. Well, yeah, obviously all of YouTube. But all of YouTube. as far as like shows, have you watched anything that sticks out to you as fun? Nobody on this podcast is going to think what I've been watching is fun. Okay. So, no. Well, uh, you know the stuff that I watch. I all know. The garbage. Political nonsense. I know all about, like, the American turn signal issue that's going on that, you know, they're... That's a um, very hot button issue right now. <laughs> right. The American need round turn of- signal <laughs> issue. <laughs> Hard hitting, very important uh, yeah, the roundabout. I legit the roundabout discussion. Just by the, by the way, I totally did watch a video all about the different kinds of light bulbs and how they work, and it came in very useful. And I went to go light bulb shopping today. This is legitimately what's happened to us. Yeah, America. we have become <laughs> these people, and I have to hear about it. Oh, Put something else on YouTube for so Steve good. to watch, please. And that was the thing too. The video it had like nine million views. Ugh. Just saying. Yuck. Okay. Well, when people aren't blowing up over the discourse about roundabouts in America, yeah, uh, I, Which I, I'm a huge proponent of. By the way, sure. Okay, I was rewatching Gravity Falls. Great show. Good yeah. story arc. Fun to watch. Uh, we've watched quite a few Disney movies that we enjoy. We rewatched Inside Out. Um, watched Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Um. But Disney Plus is coming out with new stuff. Uh, obviously, they're always coming out with new stuff. And May's no different. Um, new show that I like where they um, they find props from right. old Disney movies. Yes, we did watch this. Which is super fun. And I mean, really, as far as a format of a show goes, it doesn't have a great format. It's just really? fun to see the old stuff that they find. 
I think it's, I agree. No, I love the format of the show because there's a lot of things in the Disney archives that you're never going to be able to see. Right. And if you were to see in person, you'd be like, okay, that's cool. But like watching it from home in front of air conditioning and stuff, you're like, yeah. This I would much rather it. go through the Disney warehouse personally. I in would, person? I would love it. Like, they literally opened up a crate like it's Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of stuff. And it has the merry-go-round horse from Mary yeah, Poppins they, in it. I was thinking the exact and same thing. And I was like, thing. what? They just have it? And it's just there? And it's, I mean, to be fair, it's not in great shape. They should probably take care of that. But... The fact that well, Mary Poppins is in amazing shape. Dick Van Dyke's on the other hand, (laughs) he's still dancing. Uh, Yeah, they they have this whole show about finding pieces of memorabilia, props that were actually used in old Disney movies, which is super fun for a Disney nerd like me who grew up watching these things and recognizes these things when they pull them out right yeah uh with the with the mary poppins one they pulled out the little girl's like little tiny jacket that she wore and i was like oh my gosh that's her coat you know like it's just dumb nerdy disney fan kind of stuff and it's exactly what you want on a disney plus type show you know what i mean and i did love also that the warehouse is an undisclosed location yeah they won't tell you where it's at can you imagine i wonder if they have to blindfold you to drive you there i bet they did well not the guy not that guy because he's like all into that community and part of the thing disney you can you can blindfold take me there you can blindfold me i won't touch anything how much would you pay for that experience uh i'd pay a good amount of money to walk around and look at that kind of stuff would you pay like 700 bucks sure i could see that yeah like i don't know how much how much do the guided tours cost at like a disney park it's a couple hundred bucks it is yeah Mm -hmm. i would pay more than that to go to the disney warehouse yeah and they i mean Honestly, everything's probably boxed up so that you can't just walk around and see things, which would make it hard to give an actual tour. But if they if they had a guide for you to walk you around that had permission to open certain things so you can see things, I swear. And you had to find certain things if you asked for it. Right. And I, I swear I wouldn't touch anything. I would just love to see it. I think it would be great. That'd be fun if they handcuff you and put you inside like a a blacked out van type of thing you know why you, you gotta handcuff well, i know me. that just because then you can't touch nothing i am not touching anything oh that's true <laughs> put it inside like a houdini ba- a bag or something you know okay if i'm paying that much money to be taken on be... a tour <laughs> yeah. you're gonna have to trust that i'm not gonna touch anything because i prefer to not walk like a prisoner through the disney archives yeah that was the word i was trying to think of yeah yeah that's true uh but the show is fun you don't have to pay $700 for it and don't have to wear a blindfold or yeah, handcuffs. Seven bucks. Yeah. Totally worth watching if you're into that sort of thing. Super fun. Uh, and they have new things coming out. In May, uh, they're putting Princess Bride on Disney+, Plus, which I is I don't think is a Disney movie. I was just going to ask you about that. Now tell me, do, if you remember, is that from the Fox catalog, do you think? I really couldn't tell you. I legitimately... Now, this is a little bit of a sacrilege, but I think I've seen The Princess Bride maybe twice in my life. Uh, it's just, it wasn't a movie that really spoke to me. I just know a lot of people really enjoy it. Do you remember we had a fan, one of my family members had that at their at their wedding? Dilly beloved. Oh. Do you remember? That was hilarious. Yeah, I forget. Who was that? Yeah. Um, 
You know, gaveled heel today. Super fun. Because now that you're mentioning it, though, like Labyrinth was part of the Disney movie series, isn't it? Uh, It's a Henson movie, which Ah. I believe Disney has. Yeah, because they have the other Muppet movies. Well, actually, you know what? We did a whole podcast on this. Disney does not own the Henson company. Right. Disney owns the likeness of the Muppets. I see. And since the Muppets are not in labyrinth they don't own labyrinth huh okay it's the same thing with uh that one's well also dark crystal is also not disney's Mm, which by the by the way the dark crystal series on netflix great scared the crap out of me good show oh it's scary uh anyway princess bride on uh disney plus uh, they also have a movie that I haven't seen that I would like to see because it's very infamous in the hmm. Disney community, and that's John Carter. Oh, okay. Uh, I have that's coming. It's not on there yet. Uh, as of right now, it's not. It's sometime during May that they're putting it on there. Instead so you're of listening doing to this it, in a week, and it is there, I'll be like, "You guys, you lied." So here, uh, like they they release things apparently not just at the first of the month, but like spread out through the month. That would make sense. Which, you know, is a good way to do it. Yeah. Uh, something new all the time. Completely true. Uh, they also have a documentary about the Mandalorian out. Um, we have not watched the Mandalorian because we haven't even finished all of the star Wars. Movies yeah. We want to watch it. We just want to get the original star Wars first. Right. Um, I doubt I will understand most many things in it but uh i love behind the scenes stuff i will mm. watch behind the scenes stuff more often than i will watch actual films are you gonna watch it before you watch lamp and i think that would be a bad idea it, it probably would, right? gives things away that yeah. i probably wouldn't want given okay away. but that's exactly what i was gonna say right <laughs> it's like you can't watch the behind the scenes first <laughs> i'll know all the characters before we get there <laughs> uh so yeah uh it's behind the scenes thing um i do know however though that they filmed literally on a stage of screens it's a 360 degree well not 360 degree but it's a curved screen that goes all the way around the set Mm. that literally projects uh super bright projections and stuff so that like soren it's not a it's not a green screen it's literally a screen that they filmed in front of Uh, like the hologram deck or whatever it's a holodeck yeah holodeck so mix between that and soren yeah so that could be interesting to watch after you've watched the mandalorian i assume yeah we have not uh, there's also a documentary called The Boys Coming Out, which is about the Sherman Brothers. Ah. Uh, we love the Sherman Brothers in this house. Yeah. Uh, they are the genius musical writers for all of your favorite Disney movies, basically, up till the Des- Disney Renaissance. Uh, they were writing music like crazy. Ah. Uh, daily? Constantly, uh-huh. apparently. And... Like Walt apparently just gave them everything all the time. It was like, oh, really? We need music for this. And while you're working on that, we need music for this. And between those oh. two, we need to write music for this, you know, kind of thing. And we did see in the behind the scenes of Disney, what what that the prop thing that the piano in Walt Disney's office is uh, the Sherman brother, one of the Shermans. He's the only one that's allowed to play the piano. It's a it's legitimately the the piano that was in Walt's office. And so, yeah, they don't just let everybody touch it. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, I can't remember which Sherman brother that is. Hopefully, I'll get to know him better with the documentary. But uh, 
the one Sherman brother is the only person allowed to go in there and still play it. I think that's really nice. Yeah. That they're like, nobody else, but of course you. Well, yeah. I mean, that's he's nice. the one that played it the most in general. Uh-huh. So, of course, right? Yeah. It's nice. Uh, so, those are things that are officially coming out on Disney+. Plus. Are there things that you would like to see? Or are there things that you are hoping will come out on Disney+. Plus? You know, this is my... Uh, horrible mindset about it is that i just thought everything already was on disney plus oh i thought when disney was really when they released it i didn't it literally did not even cross my mind that they didn't put everything out at one time Mm. and i didn't even think that that would actually potentially be a problem is you know yeah hulu and um, netflix they have ongoing series and they have new things that are always being released out there hulu is basically live tv right like they have like an abc stream that is like new contents coming on there from the, the shows that are being broadcast all the sure. time yeah but disney plus if it's just a catalog or if it's just a if it's just like a, an archive place of it of all of their footage then yeah potentially you would get it and watch it and start you know, you might buy it for a year or two and then potentially let it go. And right. I didn't even think that that could be um, a concern. Didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. I'm glad it crossed their mind. because, <laughs> Well, they own such a huge catalog of movies and TV shows now that literally very much like Netflix, they could rotate things on and off. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, say, okay, we're taking they wouldn't but they're taking we're taking the simpsons down oh yeah because yeah and people would freak out and run and watch as many episodes of the simpsons as they possibly could before they took it down uh and like literally they own the whole fox catalog right yeah so here's my question are they ever going to make a section of disney plus that is for adults i thought so. are they releasing a touchstone section where it's pretty woman are they releasing splash are they releasing the alien movies i on think Disney splash Plus? might be on there is splash on there i think it might be because i saw it on there one time and i was pretty shocked by that and i was like oh i didn't even know that you they made that right we'll have to go look um i kind of i was kind of hoping that they would originally but then now obviously that they have they basically flat out own hulu uh, that they mm. could potentially put Fox and um, Touchstone and stuff on Hulu. That's fair. And I thought that that might be a better fit for it over there. Yeah, I think Disney Plus is definitely leaning more towards a family-friendly, uh, all-watch-together yeah. type of entertainment versus something like Pretty Woman. Although Three Men and a Baby was not all ages viewing as far as I was concerned. Right, and it was also one of their Touchstones, right? Right. Yeah. And yeah. so I guess, and so I, I would even, I would even say the same thing that if, if you're putting three men and a baby on there, it should be in its own little tab. And that's what I was wondering is like people with children who, uh, when I was a kid, I knew how to work technology better than my parents. Yeah. Um, people with kids, are they, are they siphoning that stuff off to a safe section or is it? I mean, because we don't have any kids, so I don't even think, oh, are there any child restrictive type of things that we can put on here? Because why would I, you know? Yeah. And Three Men and a Baby, I, I compared to what you see on TV today, is probably fairly tame. Wouldn't you think? Uh, they they get tangled up with a drug dealer. and They do I, that. I mean, they do hide cocaine in a diaper. I so. wouldn't, right. I wouldn't <laughs> say that it's 
Um, don't Google that, kids. Don't Google it. <laughs> I don't think that it is um, as potentially shocking as some things that are on TV now. Yeah. However, I also still don't think that it's necessarily child-friendly viewing, regardless of right. whether it's as harsh or not. Uh, so I guess we should look and see if There's Disney parental- Plus has like parental locks on it or something like that. And they definitely have, like you can create a, a kid's avatar. And I think inside the kid's avatar, you could definitely change mm. it and maybe put a password on your own avatar. Because um, they do that on Netflix too. They have uh, profiles that are for kids youtube's even adapting adopting that too like they're just falling right right inside the same so when you go to log in you'll have your own screens across the top that you can log into right yeah that's kind of fun um i do have to say that also like it didn't even done on because like when disney plus was coming out they said that they were going to operate in the black for or in the red for quite a number of years right was the estimation they're like oh we're not going to make a profit for years oh on this right, thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah do you remember that mm-hmm but then I, they just announced that there are over 50 million subscribers now. Oh. And if you add that up, oh, you know, the six ninety five, you're basically at like, um, what was the number? It was like $4 billion of revenue a year off Disney+. Plus. Yeah, well, I mean, they need it with all their parks closed. Uh, I wonder how much it costs them to operate it and how much it costs them to actually launch Disney+. Plus versus what they're making on it you know what i mean yeah i mean it could cost billions of dollars but they didn't make they made a couple new shows but they didn't make tons of new content for it true i think the content that they did make was uh high quality though oh with yeah. things like the mandalorian itself i think was a very expensive endeavor for them to make oh that's a good point and you know that's a commitment of funds uh so lady and the tramp and the noel that came out on it too right yeah Yeah. those were all really well done movies couple 10 10 i don't know however much it cost them to make that seven so seven so i wonder how much that offsets with the number of subscribers they have versus cost of operation well i don't think they at all anticipated having this many subscribers that quickly this this soon um but still outside of that though the rest of the content is all content that they had in in there before and they're still releasing things to video to dvd like they don't put it right on there so it does take some time so i imagine that dvd sales continue to be revenue profitable for them for a period of time still i mean another two or three years maybe right i don't even know well and i did see that they were they were releasing onward in april on disney plus and i was like i thought it was already out but maybe they just released it for a very limited amount of time until the blu-ray came out and they pushed the blu-ray out yeah i'm not 100 percent sure what onward is doing as far as blu-ray oh i see what you're saying yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's really interesting with that with that part of the movie stuff too because um they are contractually obligated to not allow it to be released uh by on dvd for a period it's like four to six weeks dvd did i say what did i say blu-ray we have to say blu-ray we're not we're not they're not oh we're not allowed to say dvd dvds anymore it's true oh funny Sorry, I don't know what I'm even talking about now. But they, um, sorry, I didn't. They are allowed. They do. They are required to wait a period of time. So because it was released in theaters, then it had a very specific release date to yeah. be sold. Yeah. And so they had to wait till that happens, right? 
Well, and then we're running into the Trolls World Tour effect that people are wondering oh, if yeah. we are not going to be seeing a lot of in-theater releases of movies because Trolls World Tour did so well as a at-home release. Yeah. Which I, you know, we've discussed in the past that it is a time period where people are willing to spend a few extra dollars to entertain themselves during this time period. So are those numbers flukes or is it really more the direction that the, that the world wants to go in? Yeah, I would say both and both after we talked about it at an entire evening, which would, should have been a special podcast in itself. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, right. Like it was very specific because as a, a, but that's what Disney is. Disney is younger content. So if a company were to do it, it's going to be a business, Disney, a business like Disney and they own two major streaming services. Of course they would want to do it. But with that, AP, AMC Theaters did say that if Universal does that type of release again in the future, they will refuse to play any of their movies ever in any AMC across wow. the nation, including movies like Fast and the Furious and stuff. Wow. So the AMC was like, Mm-mm, we got you. We got you, Universal. We got to put our foot down about this. Legitimately. I could see it ending direct to video uh type uh, like oh yeah things that aren't already released in uh, in theaters it's going to be direct to streaming now i could see it be a direct to streaming type of situation but yeah i i still think that the world enjoys going to the movie theater and doing things that way um i think we've mentioned before that watching movies at home is potentially more comfortable but also you get much more easily distracted uh, things aren't as suspenseful or as interesting when you you're looking around your house going, gosh, I need to dust under that table. Oh, well, geez, when is this? Up? Oh, wait, let's make some food. Oh, let, you uh-huh. know, like you just completely don't focus the way, way you do at a movie theater. And very specifically for me, uh, Greatest Showman is the greatest example of that. I lost my mind over that movie huh. from the second Hugh Jackman came on screen, right? Yeah. Just his silhouette. And I was like, I'm in. <laughs> Just like they said they wanted us to. Yeah. Which I thought was absolutely amazing. And if we had, had watched it at home, no, I don't think at all I would have. I would have been like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. A lot of a lot of music, isn't there? But in the movie theater, I was like, I can't get enough of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone agrees with you. That's why it was so big. Spinning around. And, <laughs> yeah. Like, wouldn't leave the theaters. Oh, so good. Yeah. Hmm. But... Uh, what are you guys watching at home? What are, what are your recommendations? What's the hot jams? What are you kids listening to? A better question might be, what haven't you watched? Yeah, what is it you're avoiding? What is it you <laughs> refuse to watch? <laughs> uh, but it's like I always say, coming direct to stream, the Obscure Disney Podcast, straight to you. You're welcome. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.